You're listening to the best of the TomBernardShow.com, brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Who, me? <laughs> well, I'd like to know if I was married to a whore piece of shit. <laughs> you could just look at her license. My. A special stripe. That was amazing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Coming by sweet corn, potatoes, onions, pickles. It's not how you use them, sir. <laughs> it's really sickening that anybody would be into radio this much. It is ungoddamn believable. I think I'm going to hell. I just realized it. Thank yeah. you, Tom. You're just delicious. This is why I drink. We're here today with Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. Michael, what's going on? You know, we keep getting phone calls, and it's interesting because people try to handle a lot of stuff on their own, or they try to talk to the adjusters, or they wait, um, and they think maybe it'll cost them money if they talk to me. And, you know, we tell them it's free to talk to us. Um, I go through what their rights are, and, you know, we try to help them as best we can. We don't sign everyone up. Sometimes I just give them advice, and they go from there and then call us back later. But the key is is that they don't know all their rights or they're not told all their rights by the adjuster. And that's one of the things we try to make sure that they get, you know, they get that understanding uh, so they can help themselves and their families as best they can. And the number is? Is 800-770-7008. Or at the website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Brad, Sean, Bryant, Michael Bryant, thank you. Seeking justice for the injured, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Welcome back, everybody, to yet another episode of the Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast. Brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Kicking off the show this week, we had Kevin Farley in studio. Trading stories of the rigors of going through Catholic school. Next on The Best Of... Went up to Chuck Berry and said, "It's actually just reindeer, not reindeers." Well, I'll I'll explain to you why Chuck said says it like that. I want to hear it. He's from St. Louis, isn't he? Chuck and I went to the same high school. That's what I thought. Not together. Not no, the same because time. he'd be about a hundred. <laughs> he'd be about a hundred years old if you were still alive. Right. But. No, uh, we went to the same high school in St. Louis. Yeah. Which was one was that again? Charles Sumner High. Charles Nate. Sumner. Yep, who was a anti? He was a slave ab- abolitionist. Abolitionist, right? Um, <clears throat> from Massachusetts. Try to say that. You're real really fast. doing it really. <laughs> <an> <laughs> abolitionist. Are you all right? <laughs> you know, before JB stroke, <laughs> he had any bacon this morning. No, no bacon this morning. But they, um, yeah, it was the. It is still up. The oldest all-black high school west of Mississippi. It's all black still. Really? Mm-hmm. You know, I did notice and one they, thing. When they said that North High School, is where, which is where I went, Minneapolis yeah. North, they announced that Minneapolis North High School is going to do the warm-up on the, the field during uh, before the Super Bowl. Minneapolis North High School's football team is going to go just 
for, I don't know, apparently they need to set up camera shots and all that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, okay. So they need a football team on a field, and Minneapolis North is going to do that. Not a whole lot of honkies on that football team. <laughs> no, but like they zero. My kid goes to Breck and we played him this year. Oh yeah, they got a so so whoever's running that program doing a great job. He had eighty percent of the guys play football. Right. Yeah. Like it's just because, awesome yep. because the yeah, parents want job. the parents want their kids you playing. Didn't make it. I mean, how'd it go? It was good. It was good. <laughs> yeah, right? it was good. Everything was good. You look different. Yeah, my bladder is the And bladder is just really light no, up. But they, one so, but why does he say reindeers? Is that a high school thing? No, it's a And St. also, Louis is there, a, is there are any buildings a... in that high school named after Coach Maturi? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, good. No. But no, they they want parents in North Minneapolis want. Uh, do you, you hear? I said North. I didn't North. say North. You said North. I know. I you said always North. say North. That's where I went to high school. I went to North High School. <laughs> exactly. Um, Should I tell Kevin the, my favorite part of going to North High School? Sure. The principal. Yeah. The school. Like, it was, I went there, it was like 80% black, 20, about 20%, something like that. And so she decides she's going to make this big speech about, uh, about young uh, pregnancy. She gets up and she said, I would just like to point out to everyone here, I hope you understand that it takes two to father a child. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know, in 10th right. grade, and I'm like, well, I, don't, I don't think so. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that that's, that's not true. Yeah. Maybe then, that's in health 201. Then they won a state uh, high school basketball tournament, and they hung a banner up that said, congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> well, they didn't win for grammar or spelling. Oh, that's exactly right. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> but I think okay. there's some either former golfers or former Vikings coach in that team. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, what's his name? His name is Greg something, the head coach. He, he went to North High School, and his parents went to North High School. And he now uh, he does a hell of a job. But the, the, yeah. the, the parents over there want their kids playing for him because of the discipline and stuff that he installs in those young men. I, I'm telling you, they, they beat us so bad, but they won with class. Right. They, they shook hands. Oh, they, that's great. He, he's putting in his fifth string because it wasn't a game. It was a well-run operation. It was, it was wonderful. It is the most fun I ever saw having someone <laughs> kill your kid in football because this is a good program. Right. Why does he program, say reindeers? Though. It's just a St. Louis thing. To say reindeers? To say reindeers. Reindeers. There are many deer. Yeah. Chuck Berry was singing while you were gone, Kevin. Yeah. And he said, run, 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 all, run out of all the reindeers. Out of all the reindeers. Chuck Berry was a crazy person. Oh, oh, not easy to get along with. Have you ever met him? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Oh. I heard he was a little prickly. Oh, yeah. you could leave the L-Y off there. He was a prick. Yeah, great. I heard he was really a, a bad, like, he would, nasty guy. He would show up at the very last minute for his concert. Yeah. And walk in, because he always demanded to be paid in cash. You could not pay him by check. Oh, wow. No checks. It had to be cash. He'd yeah. walk in and go, you're going to have to pay me double. No I said, way. no, we got a deal. We're going to pay you, you know, 10 grand or whatever it was. He goes, no, it's yeah. 20 grand. No way. No, no, it's 10 grand. He goes, well, I'm not going on there. No way. He would make the people putting on the concert get him a band. He didn't want to get his own band. Oh, wow. So, oh, that's too much to go through. He would literally show up with two women on his, one on each arm. Wow. Go out on stage, play for like an hour, and then leave with all his cash. Oh, well, Remember wow. the story about his band on the bus? Oh, Yeah. And then he just stopped off on the middle of the road, and who, you know, wherever, and the band had to get off. He fired them <laughs> right there. the road, right get there. Off. Get, get off, off the get bus. Off. Oh, and you forgot to mention too that not only would he show up demanding double, he'd have a girl on each arm. 
You know yeah. what, though? It would be great these wow. days with all the sexual harassment stuff because he's the one to put the cameras in the toilets yeah. there at the restaurant <laughs> in St. Louis. Did in, he? The, in the women's mm-hmm. room. For, yeah. safe, for safety reasons. Yeah, it's for safety, it's safety reasons. reasons. What kind of high school did you go to? <laughs> <laughs> Charles Barry. You are Charles a bad Charles. boy. You're naughty little You're Charles. Naughty Not boy. nice at all. Charles Barry. Not nice at all. That's Not all I have good. to say. Not good. Honestly, was it wonderful growing up in Madison? I did. We had a good time. I Newton bet you it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, it was cold, obviously, but... <laughs> yeah, not like, I'm not like a here. Yeah, yeah. But it was. I we had a blast. I forget. I think I take it for granted now because I've been around the world, been around the country a lot. And Madison is this nice. Yeah. You know, it's got two lakes, and it's like this nice little town with a you know university there. It was pretty quiet, but nice. But yeah, yeah. But you get a good couple time. hours from Chicago, so who cares? And wasn't that how far would. How far is it from Madison to Chicago? Yeah, two hours. Yeah, about two hours, yeah. yeah. But we were just discussing some of the guys in our class, because we just met some of the guys. I just had lunch with them. We're the funniest guys, and yeah. we, you know, I've been around a lot of comedians, but these guys were actually hilarious. So we went know? to this Catholic prep school, and about six of us, our dads, graduated from that school in the 40s, yeah. and then okay. we were all the youngest of Catholic Irish families with more than six kids or so. Oh, yeah. And we were all in the same class. So the class of 84... It was Bedlam. It was pretty crazy. It was Bedlam. It was. was Going to Catholic school was a ball. Mm -hmm. I went to to Catholic school. Did you go to Catholic school? Yeah. 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 I I experienced that. You know. Yeah. Great. I'm from a Catholic family of nine. Yeah. You know, there was a couple of other families within our church that would seem like they would match my mother with putting a kid out at the same time so there yeah. was one of us and yeah. one of them and every you know yep. when one, if there was one of us there was one of them in a class yeah yeah you know, it's like it's the same thing you'd, you'd look on the wall and there'd be oh there's your brother there's my brother there's your sister there's my sister <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and then the characters yeah, like we had a nun named sister alfonsine who yeah. almost was in the olympics as a swimmer then she yeah. became a nun then she got cancer in her nose so she sounded like she had a hair lip but she didn't yeah. And so you couldn't understand what she would say. So she'd be like, Sister Farley, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. what in the hell are you doing? <laughs> a and lot. She, a she lot. She's a lot. always yelling yeah. at us and then always had our ass. And... <laughs> but she was a nice yeah. yeah, You know, you could she always was. go over to her and, and, you know, she'd give you a break. She gave you a lot of breaks. She was so kind to us. But I'm breaks. just saying we had a yeah. lot of characters. No doubt. Like like no Coach Maturi. Like Maturi was just our Just off guy, the yeah. hook. Just... We had a nun named Sister Conchita. Still to this day, the <laughs> only black nun I've ever seen. Oh, wow. She was my second grade teacher. Yeah. Yeah. She would kick your ass. <laughs> she throw oh, stuff at you? Norms oh, normally did. Wrap the hands with the she throw the eraser at you? Oh, yeah. I oh, know. Yeah. I always had the eraser oh, yeah. thrown at me. Yeah, you, you see your classmate that had... <laughs> and it would had leave a big mark on your face. Yeah, or on yeah. their back. Yeah, the big mark on your back. Yeah. I they tossed erasers a lot back then. I, I, oh, yeah. I uh, told Tom this story. I had a friend who was acting up in class and... Big burly nun picked him up. You know those low, those about knee high metal trash cans they had in every Catholic school. <laughs> she yeah. picked him up yeah. and said, "You're gonna act like trash. We're gonna treat you like trash." Put him away. Put him in the trash can. It told me he had to spend the rest of the class yeah. right there. I got a great maturity story with my brother Chris. 
he was running down the hall. No, actually, the 218 where everybody yeah. went, all the, de- you know, detainees. You know, the, the, <laughs> the detainees. For detention. And, yeah, like, yeah, Maturi yeah. had his hand on the door and was his other hand, he was lecturing the crowd, you know, lecturing everybody going, you got to straighten up around here. <laughs> and Chris took all of his weight and rammed the door because he didn't think Maturi was behind it. Oh, God. And it, and it wrecked his knuckles, you know, and it, like, oh. broke his <laughs> oh. knuckles. And so... Uh. Chris didn't realize Maturi was there, and he just goes, oh, my God, and he starts running down, and Maturi jammed his fingers, and he was red hot mad, red hot mad, and he was chasing Chris down the hallway, and Chris ran down the back stairs, finally, of course, Maturi caught him, because Chris couldn't run that fast, and he pins him up against the wall, and he goes... What the hell are you thinking? I got you. Start screaming at him, and Chris was so scared he farted really loud. I love a scared fart. He just goes scared. (laughs) (laughs) And Maturi starts to continue to yell at him. Finally, it smelled so bad he goes, "Oh God, just get out of here!" And he had to leave him. Oh, hell! He scared him so bad he. Melina, you don't have anything to edit yet, do you? Uh, I don't think so. I got to tell him, Mike, because this is a terrestrial show too. It goes out all, oh, all okay. over the state. Can't say but, that. I'm sorry. No, you can say whatever you want. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no, no. That was. I was. I want to tell you something. But he's going to have uh, to edit out. Okay. The innocence. The innocence of nuns. Oh yeah. Is phenomenal because <laughs> I remember when we were in third grade, three of us went and hid out in the boys' room during assembly in the in the auditorium. Right. And we'll see that. So I mean, we're in third grade, little hoodlums over here in North Minneapolis, and. None comes in, and again the innocent part of it even struck me when I was that young how innocent this woman right. was. She comes in, he goes, she goes, "What are you boys doing in here?" And this kid named Billy goes, "I oh, were just f-ing around," and she goes, "Well, stop f-ing around." No she way. She no didn't idea. know what it meant. None. She didn't know what it meant. Oh, she had no idea. That's what it meant. awesome. Whoa! She never heard the word. She had never heard the word before. Oh my god! It was just Stop doing that. Yes, yeah, whatever it is. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, oh God, it was that was yeah, so much fun know. though. God it love. was because they were actually nice. You know, most yep. of them were nice. There was a few, you know, mad, mad nuns, bad, angry nuns, but most of them were nice. Most of them were very nice. Yeah, they were all, you know. But the guys we went to school with, they're just crazy. I just yeah. forgot we didn't even talk about it. Remember when Timmy went up to Miss Mertens and thought it was Carol Koala? Oh, yeah. And just at a dance and just grabbed both her butts and she oh, goes, How are you yeah. doing? And Miss Mertens was probably only 30. Yeah. And she looked at Timmy's really good looking guy, right? Yeah. And she goes, Not bad. But oh! she was all in. She was all in. She was all in. English 101. But it was one a day. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. We did all. Dunner and I baked brownies full of chocolate flavored Axlax and gave them to the oh, to the sure. entire staff. Oh, yeah, we had nice. a kid do that in my school. I went yeah. to Catholic school as well. And yeah. yeah. I, I, you let funny, chicken school in there, didn't you? Let we chicken? let 14 geese go. Let yeah. 14 geese. Well, it's yeah. funny you bring up uh, Breck because I was in the same conference. I went to St. Bernard's yeah. before it closed. And, uh, yeah, we had a kid do that. And, boom, the whole class just, everybody's in the everybody bathroom. Everybody had like, to go to the bathroom. Yeah, just, <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> well, when you said nasty. that Don didn't know it, do you remember when Sister Kathleen got us all in the assembly because we were drinking so much? Oh, and we hung a... We figured out that if we could hang a half barrel from the rafter of the gym yeah. and the, the from the top of the rope to the ceiling and down was less than the <laughs> distance, they couldn't cut it down. Because if they cut the rope, it would fall. 
So they had to build a scaffolding. But she says, <laughs> I don't want this school to be represented by a bunch of people who have to go to AAA. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, we're bad drivers or we yeah. need the trip tickers? <laughs> oh, Maybe get some traveler's checks, yeah. you know, whatever you need. Nice it all works, out in the, all works out in the end. Honest to God. It, it, it was a great life, and I do miss – you know, yeah. when I, we talk about – I'm not a real religious guy, but I really still love the Catholic culture. Yeah. It's the culture of being right. a Catholic. It's like I being do. a Jew. Yeah. It's the same yeah. thing. Try to be nice right. when you can. Right. Right. We never had any of the uh, – like a bad priest or anything like that. No, never, we didn't either. No. I we never didn't ran either. into that. I never had yeah, any I of that. I never did either. No, and I was been – you know, Catholic schools. We on had a questionable choir director. <laughs> so did we. That's and like he, a great and, name for a book. Yeah. A questionable <laughs> choir director. And he was also the the director of the altar boys. Yeah, no, well, there no, you go. He was questionable. Good. Questionable. Andy will tell you something that people do not know. The stats on, on priests molesting oh, yeah. little boys. A priest is less yeah. likely to molest someone than an average person. Oh, is that yeah. a statistic? Yeah. Yep, it's it just that, Where did we find that statistic? Priest well, Taylor. One day... <laughs> When they looked into it and they found, yeah. it was just but is that basically true? the story yeah. was the cover up, but people took that to mean for some reason Dead that old. priests all over the place were molesting kids. But yeah. when in well, reality, Sinead O'Connor really blew the whistle on that yeah. too on SNL Sinead. when she ripped up the Pope. The Pope's picture. Yeah. What'd your brother do then? Oh, he wasn't on there then. He but wasn't, didn't he get all no. pissed off though? Yeah, he got mad at her. Yeah, yeah, he was mad at her. Yeah. We will be right back. Kevin Farley is at Cinema Grill tonight and tomorrow night. It's a great room. Yeah, I love it. it I is. love the room. It's a wonderful spot. John's yeah. with us as well. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast. Adeste fideles, lady triumphante. That was. Kevin Farley on the best of. Coming up next, we had comedian preacher Lawrence in studio with some tips for walking around with your shirt off. Get a good excuse, fellas. Listen up. Next on the best of. They need a Younger when he's saying that. Yeah, one. I don't think they dropped yet. Maybe a bit. Yeah, they hadn't dropped. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about the beats, right? Yes. Yeah, that's exactly what. Preacher's over here playing video poker. No, I'm just deleting. <laughs> that's funny. I'm deleting, <laughs> deleting pictures off my Instagram, and I took a screenshot of something that I was on OkCupid, okay which is a dating website, and yep. I'm reading it, and there's a girl who's like, ah, "I'm not interested." You had a shirt off in your picture. You kind of, a, you know. You know, I don't want to talk to you. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You're, you don't want to talk to me because I have my shirt off. Like, I used to be 300 pounds. 
You know what I mean? Like I used to be what? 300 pounds. You did. And I lost all that weight. And I, I used to be ashamed of like You're jumping. You're lying. No, that's what I told her. I know. Oh, I'm I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I, was, I know I'm lying. But uh, <laughs> I was just trying to get her enough. But, uh, that's really nice. So I was like, <laughs> but it's just so funny that I just did this whole lie. And I was like, yeah, man, I was that fat kid in the, you know, that would put a shirt on and swim in the pool. And then now I'm proud of my body. Finally. And you don't want to, you know. Man, it still didn't. Good. Didn't work. Didn't work. No, that sounds. Sorry. Well, you know what? Just a little crazy there. Uh, I know, but I was trying to. I thought it'd be funny. It was funny. I don't know any guy right now that's like your age to like between let's say twenty and thirty-five that has a whole lot of luck on on dating sites because women have changed the way they think so much. It because they say because you had your shirt off. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Well, the, you know what? It's only a few people that I mean are like that. I mean, because some women like that. Some women like that because they're not trying to play games. So like, oh, you got your shirt off? All right, whatever. You know what I mean? But I mean, right. I, I don't, I don't, I don't really post. I don't have. I haven't been on a dating website in so long because I have a girl. Well, I had a girlfriend. Oh, and, she, uh, the New Zealand's not around anymore. No, we broke up. I broke Uh-oh. it up. You broke it up. I broke it up. I broke it up. Why? What happened? No, I just no. don't lie to me. I'm not lying, man. I'm not lying. Don't cry. I'm not crying. <laughs> it's sweating my ass. No, um, nah, man. Uh, things happen. Yeah, things do happen, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm super sad, man. I think she's a great person. I mean, people are like, why are you sad? You broke up with her. It's like she still is my best friend. <laughs> like I can't talk to her anymore. So yeah, uh, breaking up with someone isn't fun so yeah. yeah you're gonna feel at least somewhat bad yeah 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 so yeah. was she was she in the industry yeah she's a singer she's a singer okay. she's signed to atlantic records well that's pretty good yeah she's that's doing not all right. but she's from new zealand she's from new zealand originally i could prob you could probably figure out who she is based on that information if he doesn't so, want to share if you want me to i can, you can sorry, I beep care. some her of that is, out oh, her name is janine i don't oh. care okay then oh, okay yeah she's a singer mm. she's go by janine and the mixtape but I don't, yeah, this is fine. Yeah, okay. where's this gonna go? I don't know. It's not gonna be on the radio, right? Is it? it is. Oh, okay. It's go. gonna be all over. <laughs> oh, okay. But it is. It, it's got to be a weird time for these I'm young guys. I'm not ashamed of dating. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do though? You have to understand that when I add like narr- narration to this, and I say, and then preacher broke Janine's heart. <laughs> I'm gonna put that on there. We broke each other's heart. Well, that's too bad. That it's unfortunate. Bad. But these young guys, you know, talking about dating and the internet dating, I don't know if I could do it because what can can they say without offending or being called or saying you're harassing mm. me or these well, days? Well, that's true. You can't say anything anymore. I know, so, man. You can't even like, say you're beautiful. Seriously. You can't be like, I like your dress. I like your eyes. Yeah. Right. Like, I was at Ben and Jerry's the other day getting a wild berry banana smoothie because I'm a gangster, right? <laughs> and uh, some, oh, yeah. some girl walks in. I didn't flirt with her. I just complimented her, all right? I just, I just complimented her. <laughs> she walked in. She looked attractive. And I was like, excuse me, ma'am. I like your booty. And she just oh, assumed. <laughs> she assumed I was flirting. I was just like, I just don't know how she could have read that. You know what I mean? Like, come on. I, like, I can't even compliment you anymore. No. <laughs> no, but I do feel that way, though. Seriously, though. It's like, man, I can't even. There's <laughs> so much, so much, uh, so much going on that, you know, 
that uh, yeah, I'm scared. Jamie, <laughs> you never did you never did online dating? Yeah, you did. I do it all the time. Or oh, you and still very, do it, and very unsuccessful at it. Yeah, but, but who is successful? At <laughs> it? I'm pretty successful at it. Alex and really no not one what else. I heard. Alex and no one else. <laughs> That's not what I heard. I heard. How are you not successful at it? Alex literally like she like caught a leprechaun when she was a kid or something. <laughs> the amount of luck she's had over her life is <laughs> insane. Wait, wait, wait. She <laughs> signed up for Match.com. And the first person that she... She found her husband in like a week. Met. They were married and have a baby and another one on the way. Yeah. I mean, you, you do hear about that every once in a while. Yeah. And it all depends probably... on what you're doing. I mean, oh, if you're on... Well, how old is she? She's 28. She, she's 28. 29. Mm-hmm. And she met him when? Four years, five years ago. Six Which, years did, ago. Does she live like outside the city? No. No, she didn't. She lived in St. Paul at the time. Is she looking to get married? Yes. Okay. Well, then she just found someone else who's like, hey, I'm done playing games, too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, well, and it also depends on what site you're on and what you're looking for. If you're just looking for hookups, they're all over the place. But, yes. but as far as, you know, you want to have a relationship and all that yeah. stuff, that's hard to find mm. online, I think. Yeah. Well, especially for most my, people. my advanced age. I'm 55. My advanced age. There you go. My advanced age. It's and you're agreeing JV. with him. That was nice of you. Well, what? I do have because my ARP advanced card. age, you go. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, you no I, was, yeah, I was doing like, oh, you look great for 55. No, that's not that's what, what I was thinking. I was thinking. I was thinking black don't crack. That's what I was thinking. I love that compliment. You don't look that for your age. I got to be honest. Well, I mean, I just didn't. I wouldn't get If he asked me to guess his age, I wouldn't say 55. No. I'd say something like 54 or something. That was pretty good. 52 and a half. You know, we probably proud. Proud AARP. Oh my member. God! Show it off, JB. Unbelievable. Yeah, guess what, JB? That's not sexy. <laughs> <laughs> That's his profile Don't bring that inside. out, yeah, James. Don't do that on the first date. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, we we probably didn't tell you this, but that's my wife. Oh, how you doing? And then he's our son. Oh, okay. It's and then his, Alex is his sister. That's the one he was talking about. Mm-hmm. That found a leper charm. Wait a second. Is that you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, man, she looks mad familiar. <laughs> I just put it back down. I was like, I wonder where I've seen her from. She must be a famous realtor. I, don't know. I am a famous realtor. Yeah. 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 No question about that. So you said you want. I, when we were talking this morning, you were talking about the fact that you're you're obviously working comedy. You're pursuing a uh, voiceover career. You're pursuing an acting career. Yeah. So you're at a good age for it. When I. I started my voiceover career when I was 25. I started radio at 18, and then I started voiceover at about 25. But then you had a big break in the radio thing. In the radio, well, for five years I did, yeah. <laughs> That's when I worked at Capitol Records. But but you're at a good age for That's it. Cool. You're at a really good age for it. Thank you. It'll break through. Yeah, man. This is hard work, dedication. I, 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 um, I tell people all the time that I, I do think I'm talented. I think I'm talented. I think I'm funny. But I'm you know, not the funniest person you'll ever see in your entire life but the difference between me and most talented people is i walk up escalators you know what i mean yeah. like a lot of people get on that escalator and they like the rest on their town they're like i'm getting to the top anyway and i'm like uh, I, I can get there faster and so i just gotta outwork everyone well see i admire that because that's what i did you i know. still to this day i still work about 14 <clears throat> 14 to 16 hours a day yeah i got two radio shows we got a bunch of other stuff going on yeah i i just but why you would love you love it I do. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Because I meet new people all the time. Like, you and I have never met before. Yeah. Now, the next time you come through town, I'll be, oh, good, Preacher's back in town. Do you know yeah. who Allie Wong is? Yep. She's amazing. She, when she was on this show, I think she was just doing college campuses. She was, yeah. And the occasional club. And now she's on TV shows and... I mean, her career's her gone crazy. Special. And I think She's, she was in her mid-20s when yeah, we I met her. Yeah, I think that's her. right. 
Yeah, so. she um she had uh that one special that just blew up. Yeah, yeah, she did. Cause she's yeah, and she did really really well. Was and, she um, pregnant in that? She's pregnant. Yeah, she's pregnant. Right. Yeah, the last That's time right. she was in the studio, she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Nice, yeah. another nice person. Very nice. A lot of nice people actually. Yeah. I um, and we we had talked about your inspirations for comedy this morning, but this yeah. is a different audience. Um, <laughs> who inspired you? Uh, probably. Well, like I said before, the reason I'm doing stand up is because uh, you know, uh, Will Smith. I wanted to be on a sitcom. It's my right. favorite sitcom of all time. If you walk into any store and you just start singing in West Philadelphia, born or raised, you know, <laughs> everybody's gonna join it. Um, uh, but my favorite comedians are um. Dan Cook, um, Eddie Murphy, Brian Regan, mm-hmm. Kevin Hart. I like them for different reasons. I like Dan Cook. I just like that uh, physicality. Uh, I think he's, I think he's, uh, and he's, which really, he's just really different. He's just super silly. I like Brian Regan because he's crazy silly. He's super clean. I mean, it's not. I don't. I think it's great that he's clean. I'm, I don't really gravitate towards him because he's clean, but I just like his style. Yeah, he can make the way he does jokes and breaks it down i think it's amazing eddie murphy just eddie murphy i think he's just so funny he and, and the reason i like eddie murphy so much is because when i first when i was 17 my mom bought me a dvd of eddie murphy raw yeah um, yeah and uh i didn't know i, I didn't know he did stand-up <laughs> you didn't i didn't even know he did stand-up until she bought me a dvd i was like what and I started watching it, and I was like, oh, you stole all his jokes, Mom. <laughs> well, right. Growing up, you stole all his jokes. Uh, and uh, when I watched the lyrics, I said the same thing. I was like, you took this, these jokes? Like, when she was just, she would say stuff, heaven, Lord, Father, she's a heaven, Lord, Father, God. You know, him falling down, his, his auntie falling downstairs or whatever, and she used to say that all the time. And I, I like, uh, I like uh, Kevin Hart. I mean, I think he's, I mean, right now, you know, he's, you know, he's, uh, you know, he's. Uh, I like his earlier specials. His first two specials, I, I, I feel like I did like two greatest specials. Well, he's having like, a tough time right now, you know, because his wife caught him cheating. Well, he to- yeah, he, he caught him cheating. <laughs> yeah, well, he caught him cheating. He started talking told. about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So he I mean, did, I, yeah. I mean, I respect that. I mean, no one cares anymore. <laughs> like no one, no one even thinks about it. No one talks about it. Him cheating. Like they, they. He brought it up. He was like, "Hey, I'm not giving you any money. I cheated." And then he just went, moved on, and no one's talking about it anymore. No, it was in the news today again for some reason. Oh, well, it wasn't the news today because it got brought up by another comedian. Oh, that's why. Uh, Michael Blackson, right? Yeah. Yep, yep, that yep. dude, man, so black. Anyway, right. <laughs> he is. I mean, you know he dark. He know he dark. He's so dark. If you turn off the lights, you can still see him. That's how dark this man's outline of blackness. Anyway, so he's he's funny though. Michael Blackson's funny. Right. Blackness. And uh, I can say that because I just know he doesn't know who I am. <laughs> so he's not going to like, he's not going to come and try to diss me. I wish he would, man. Boost my career up. Anyway, so he, uh, he, he, he has, he's dissing Kevin Hart. And he said something about So his, this uh, is Kevin's know. latest marriage? Yeah. he was married once before. Yeah, he was, right. Yeah, yeah he was. And again, another one. Nicest guy in the world. Super yeah, nice. Studio. He's a great guy. No one works harder. No, and you're absolutely right. Nobody. This is how hard he works. Hard. I was in just I was in just for laughs uh, at the comedy festival, <laughs> and uh, he flies in. He has an hour on stage at the midnight show. Then there's an after party where you just meet with the industry. You talk, and he was working. He's working at the after party. I left the after party at three thirty. He was still there. I wake up at like. 
you know, like uh, like 11. And I see on his Snapchat, he's like, yeah, 7.30 in the morning, getting this cardio. And I'm like, what? Like, he, yeah, he didn't even... You, I left at 3.30, you were still there. Like, even if you left at 3.31 immediately after I left, and then you got your, what, hour and a half of sleep? Not much. Come on, man. Yeah, for me, on. it's like 7.30 in the morning. He, I should probably get to bed. Yeah, exactly. He That's is um, one of the coaches on my Nike run app. Oh, oh, Kevin yeah? Hart is? Yep. Huh. <clears throat> and he did the, uh, I think he did the New York Marathon this year. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right on that. You know, it's kind of sad with Charlie Murphy dying this year. That that yeah. was sad. He's his brother. Now, here's a guy. Over the years, I interviewed Charlie Murphy probably 25 times. Oh, really? Sometimes on the phone, sometimes in person, whatever. Every time I interviewed him, he didn't know who I was. It was Are hilarious. You oh yeah, it's hilarious. It's just, and it wasn't disrespectful. It's just the way he thinks. He doesn't pay attention to stuff like that. You know, he was. Did you ever see Black Jesus? No. One of the greatest shows ever. In You're television. the only person who saw Black Jesus. <laughs> I am the only person. I told matter of fact, Donnell Rawlings. You know Donnell Rawlings. Yeah. He was in here last week, and Donnell said he wants to produce the a new season of Black Jesus where I play Black Jesus. What do you think of that? Oh, I think that'd do great for ratings. <laughs> if you're a black Jesus. It'd be a bit ironic, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. a little. Yeah. <laughs> Donnell's a hell of a guy. You ever worked with Donnell? Yeah. Great guy. He doesn't realize I did, but you know. He's <laughs> yeah. Charlie, like Charlie he's Murphy. He's my Charlie and me. Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast. He knows if you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness. Then. You better watch out. You better watch out. Preacher Lawrence on the best of. Coming up next, closing out the show. We're opening up the old vault. All the way back to episode 417 with AWA great Greg Ganya. Next on the best of. We're talking to Greg Ganya about uh, when, as a little kid growing up in Minnesota. Uh, the one time I got along with my paternal grandfather was we'd go down and visit him. At that time, they were living down uh, close to Lesueur, Minnesota. And I would go down and watch wrestling, the AWA, with my grandfather. It's the only time the guy even talked to me. But we'd watch it and just had a ball. Just great, great memories. And I've talked to the Baron about this. We've talked to so many different people about it. It was a great part of growing up in Minnesota. The AWA was huge, and it carried all the way through high school and then into hanging out at the bars when you're in your 20s, of course, going up to the Iron Horse with all the lunatics up there. God, did we have fun. Get, and a lot of the guys, you know, I either grew up with them or, you know, yeah. most a lot of them Robbinsdale. Robbinsdale produced a lot. Oh, there's no question about that. Great wrestling tradition out in Robbinsdale. I don't know if people know that. They have two traditions in Robbinsdale. They have a uh, great wrestling tradition and the police chief picking up hookers. But uh, <laughs> those are the two mm. things. Mm. <laughs> it's on the sign on the way into the city. Yes. It is. Yes, it is. We, I still we, can't believe he did that. You know, Tom, the back then, I mean, growing up in it, and there were such wonderful personalities. And those personalities are so different today. Yeah. When you go to the WWE, they want you to develop a character. You know, or they develop it for you. Those guys you saw, the Crusher, Mad Dog, Bobby Heenan, Bachwinkle, they were, that's the way they were. Yeah, you know, yeah, I agree. Bobby Heenan was one of the most 
innovative personalities I've ever been around with the quickest wit in the world. And yeah, some wrestling paraphernalia. Oh, for you. that's yeah, my he, old partner. Yeah, he Joe might, runs out. Sure, he partner. might know Jim Br- Jumping yeah. Jim. They were the Just partners. To him yeah, they were the world champions. Yeah. Absolutely. But I, but I <laughs> think Jim, yes. that Bobby Heenan. Could have that. been anything in the world. He, he could have been the talk the show host. Of, he could have been a talk show host. But but he he was so inventive and so smart and so ahead of you. I mean, yep. no matter what you were saying, he was always was he ahead pretty of boy. You. No, no, no. There, that was Henning. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I mean, he had blonde hair. Okay, I thought maybe fake blonde hair. He <laughs> was fake blonde hair. Yes. Speaking but, of wrestling stuff, something. Big happened in wrestling recently. Yes, they killed off ultimate. a character or something. No, he died. He actually died oh, in real life. He actually did die. He died. Yeah. Oh wow! The Ultimate Warrior died at fifty-four uh, years old. I don't think they kill off wrestlers. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I mean, don't think so. you know, in their shtick, I don't think they do that. There's some of them they like to kill off. <laughs> yeah. But, but, How much uh, of that it, do you think, Greg? Is uh, I don't want to say in this particular case because we don't have any facts. But we're watching uh, so many of the younger generation, the generation that came after you, uh, who are dying early. How much of that do you think has to do with any kind of drugs? A lot. A lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. I mean, I, I, it does. You know, I don't like going there, but um, I can say when, when the wars started and people left and went up to the, our competition – our competitor, um, they were told, a lot of them, that to be in the main event, you had to be bigger. Yeah. Mm. And, and then back then, uh, they didn't know as much about steroids as we do now, namely, you know, no. the long-term effects. Well, I can, I can tell you, and I'm not going to name any names, but uh, in the early 80s is when the, the, the first real stu- um, steroid guy was Billy Superstar Graham. Right. And that was back in the... Uh, early 70s and then um, then in the early 80s it kind of got out of hand yeah I remember when I was very young that was like the kind of growing epidemic among athletes and, all athletes yeah. were doing it yeah they I mean were. go back to Russia mm-hmm. back they probably were doing it back in the 50s oh yeah experimenting with people they had a, a Russian wrestler over there by the name of uh, Karelin that they called him the experiment <laughs> really yeah oh, he was yeah. like Bane Jesus. From back. he was, he was a little over he was six foot six foot five <laughs> 290 pounds, and he had 3% body fat on him. Did he carry around tanks on his back? No, but I'll tell you what he did do. We were over at the University of Minnesota. We were were going to make a pro out of him. And he was over there, and uh, the two Morgan brothers and uh, uh, Foy, they were all on the Olympic team, are over there, and, and Dan Chandler. All four of them grabbed him on the mat, and they couldn't do anything with him, and he beat all four of them like that. Then he gets he gets down they got a machine there with the bench press, 300 pounds. I said, well, how many reps does he do? Well, he does 15 minutes. 15 minutes? 15 minutes. Oh, I could do it. Oh, man. Well, I don't want to. The NFL Combine, to tell you this, uh, I'm sure the numbers are pretty close still. If you can do 20 reps for a couple of sets with 225, that's a big deal. Yeah. 
I mean, you, you do twenty reps, three. Uh, excuse me, yeah, 20, uh, 20 reps, three sets, two twenty-five. That's a very big deal. I can't do fifteen minutes with a Sunday paper. <laughs> well, <laughs> exactly. Well, that's a whole other problem. The <laughs> <laughs> inability to read is not yeah. what we're talking wow. about. Uh, but you know, it, it not maybe only, you need a little steroid. <laughs> it was not only the steroids. What are you saying? I mean, <laughs> the guys were on the road so much, and every night, you know. Uh, they got into the uppers, the downers, and the yeah. uh, recreational uh, drugs, and mixing that with the steroids, and uh, yeah. you know, yeah, we've lost recipe. a lot of a lot of people that I knew really well and some really close friends. Yep, and uh, it's all attributed to that. Doc, what is the the effect on the human body I was just of the the continual <clears throat> use of steroids plus adding adding amphetamines? You become a governor. Of it. Well, yeah. let's just, uh, <laughs> that's true. Let's start with the uh, just the steroids first. Steroids by themselves are they that dangerous? Yeah, by them. Yeah, by themselves when you're using them. That's why they're not prescribed uh, wholesale. That's why they're not uh, available wholesale. That's why they're uh, an illicit drug. Uh, you don't go to your doctor and say, oh, I'd like to have uh, some steroids because they're, they have problems. The problems have cardiomyopathy. They have problems with uh, you know, your testicles get small. Yeah, hypogonadism. You, know, you have uh, changes in personality, wide changes in personality, you know, violence, prone to violence. So is and it, you add on top of that you know, other drugs, which may or may not be pure. I mean, it, yeah. it, 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 that's the, the problem. That's why I never use drugs because the illicit drugs, you have no, no idea yeah. what's in them. Yeah. And they could have, who yeah. knows what's in them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Very true. So steroids, are they, what, a, uh, do they uh, increase hormone production, I imagine? They're uh, uh, anabolic in that they, create, they force your body to make stuff. So mm-hmm. if, you're, if you take the anabolic steroids, what happens is as you work out, you make more muscle. So it creates cell tissue. Yeah. And that's a stress on the body because it's building things that it doesn't technically have the the materials for. Or it might be taking some, taking from something else. You're forcing the body to do something yeah. when it, it might be uh, imbalanced and not doing and tearing down something else. Like a woman with pregnancy, a woman who has, who's having a child, she loses calcium in her bones because that baby sucks it all out. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, a, that's a problem uh, with women in pregnancy. You have to take calcium. So when you're you're talking about someone who is uh, has been using, uh, we we see a lot of these causes of death. The secondary cause might be whispered steroid use, but it's going to be heart and liver. It's going mm-hmm. to be those those things. Heart failure. It's liver always failure. the heart. Yeah, yeah really and is. they may have an increased risk of liver cancer as well. Right. Yeah, you know, really. They're, yeah, they're they're bad actors. That's why that's why well, you don't use them. I'll tell you, when I started wrestling, I was and I always have. I've never been. Big and small, and and uh, somebody during our training uh, gave. They said, "Take this little pill, and uh, take about you know one a day for a week." Well, after the third day, I got really sick. Ended up in the hospital. Jesus! They didn't know what I had. They, they, the last test they're going to do was for leukemia, mm. and they they uh, they put me out, stuck this huge needle in my ribs. And pulled out a piece of tissue off my liver. And I t- when they pulled that piece of liver off, I sat right up. And I saw that needle dangling there, and I rolled right back. <laughs> tough guy. <laughs> yeah, not too tough. But uh, they found out that what they had given me, it was a steroid, but it was contaminated. Oh, God. Yeah. So they told me uh, I had some liver damage then that, uh, you know, don't ever get near them again. Never yeah, been. no question about yeah. it. Did they know what so, it was contaminated with? No. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, they never they never told us it was contaminated. But I, I saw a couple in the locker room one night, and I'm not going to mention again any names, went in, and they're sticking a needle in their leg. Was it Jesse? <laughs> no, it wasn't. I didn't, didn't go in the locker room. He, he kind of was in his own locker room and afraid of everybody. Well, uh, that's what I, I've been told that by everybody. Uh, t- you told me Mad Dog chased him into a locker room oh, this one time. You remember this, this funnier story. than we're up in Winnipeg. <laughs> Vernon Mad Dog against Adrian and Jesse. And the place is packed to the hilt. And Jesse is, Mad Dog hates bodybuilders and he hates people that are afraid of him. So they get in the ring and before the match starts, Mad Dog hits him with one of these big chops. And he had these hands that were like cement blocks. When he hits you, you could feel it down in your feet, you know, like the cartoon character. Or you'd feel it. So he hits Jesse, and he digs his fingers into his peck, and he kind of tears the peck open. Oh. What a meanie. Oh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it was mean. <laughs> it really was mean. You, you should give a guy like that the name Mad Dog. Yes. Yes. Mad Dog is good. So, so Jesse holds his peck like this, pulls the skin back up, jumps ah. out of the ring. Mad Dog jumps out after him. Jesse takes off running. And Mad Dog picks up the bell and fires it at him, hits him right behind the head. <laughs> Now his head's bleeding. Booyah. He's got one hand on his chest, one on his head. Into the locker room he goes. And the old Winnipeg Arena had this big handle like the old castle came down oh, yeah, and locked yeah. the door. And the door was about that thick. Mad Dog's kicking the hell out of that door and he can't get in there. In the meantime, Adrian's getting the crap beat out of him by Vern. And then Mad Dog rolls back in. And after about 10 minutes of that, we started feeling sorry for Mad or for Adrian. But he got his ass kicked. And then when he came, came back in the locker room, he beat the hell out of Jesse. <laughs> so he got it on both ends. Yeah, Jesse, he's a, he's oh, a piece of work. where were cell phone videos when oh, you needed them? Uh, no question. <laughs> you know, I look back at guys like uh, Mike Hegstrand. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew as the Hawk, the yeah. uh, Legion of Doom. Uh, just a really good guy. Died at, what, 42? I think yeah. he was yeah. 42 years old, something like that. We can go down the whole list of all yeah. the guys. Andy Savage. You know. Yeah. Yeah, he hit a tree, right? Had a heart attack and hit yeah. a tree or something, something mm-hmm. like that. Kurt but Henning. Like Kurt Henning, another guy. That, Rick Rude. God, yeah. Why hasn't there been any uh, class action against people that make you take steroids? Against who? Well, they don't they make Who would you sue? The them. manufacturer of yeah. steroids? Well, who's telling you you have to do them? <laughs> The public. The public wants to see the big guys in the ring. They want to see well, the guys yeah. with the big muscles. They That's what it is. In a sense, you're right. But in a, in a court of law, it would be very, very clear. No one held a gun to their head yeah, to say, take yeah. these stories. They were taking them so that they would be bigger, so that they would earn the bigger paycheck, so that they would be accepted into those arenas where and those organizations that expected that size. You were doing it to yourself. Right. And it's not only wrestling. I mean, it was, it, it's run rap, rap, uh, rapids in, in, in um, every sport. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was Baseball had a football. Huge you, can, you, know, you can run yeah, faster. They, do, they drug te- the test in those sports. Now, the people they want to drug test. They, yeah. They drug yeah. test the Tour de France. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, you have to understand, <laughs> they don't too. find it. You do steroids in cycles. You cycle through steroids, so they always t- tend well, to test them. there's masking agents, too, right? Well, they just tend to test them when they're not in a cycle of, of doing the steroids. Oh. They, they sh- How they, convenient. They, these guys were shooting it in their leg. And I said, what are you guys doing? And it was, it was uh, they paid $1,250 for this steroid from a uh, rhinoceros. 
And then next, shitting me? No. And the next week, they're Neither doing it right again. Now. And I said, is that the same shit you're putting in you? No, this was from uh, a steroid from a human cadaver. Oh. That's what they were putting into their bodies. Perfect. Like out of the pituitary gland or something? I don't know where it Who was. Knows, out where of they my... process it? <laughs> it was a wasn't me. We'll take a break here. We'll be back in the renterswarehouse.com studios. Our special guest, Greg Gagne. Doug Sprinthal back with us, ladies and gentlemen. Which really has made my day. Just to see Dougie's <laughs> Oh, It's just unbelievable. I'm Me gonna too. Call, I'm going to call my mom. Back in 90 <laughs> seconds with the TomBernardShow.com. I'm sitting here with Dan Chesky from Dan's Southside Marine. Dan, I stopped by the store, what, about a week, week and a half ago. you got some inventory, man. We have inventory. We've got over $3 million in inventory on the ground ready for you guys to take a look at. I took a look. <laughs> yes, you did. I'm, uh, well, yes, you, know, you did. Uh, Catherine's birthday's coming up, and Dan and I talked about what. What's the name of that? You picked out a Premier 260 uh, Sensation loaded to the gills. There's a grill on it. There's exactly all there's kinds a of stuff. big, huge serving table for hors d'oeuvres, and you got a grill. And you, most of all, you got room for the family, and that's right. what it's all about. It's just having the extra room. I just like getting out on the boat. You know, go around once or twice. Uh, yeah, that's that's great. But then. Just anchor it, start grilling out. Dan Chesky, Dan Southside Marine. All right, thank you. You can find us at dansouthsidemarine.com. Is snoring keeping you or your partner awake? We're talking to Tim Isaacson from Point Family Dentistry about the solution. Would you even really call it a product? It's more of like a, is it a treatment? Is it, well, it's a, it's a non-surgical treatment for obstructive yeah. sleep apnea. So somnodent. The, yeah, the somnodent. And so an oversimplification is what we're trying to do is create more space for the tongue. Uh-huh. Because, you know, the tongue is going to fall back when you're asleep, and it actually stops the airflow. And that's oh, what yeah, sleep okay. apnea is. Yeah. I mean, patients are suffocating at night. So it's, it's much different. Because on TV, the TV ad, you get the opinion that it's all about the noise. It's all about the snoring. snoring. They don't really focus on your 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 health. It's just shut up. Shut up. Yeah. Stop snoring. And that's. I mean, I. This is the thing. I mean, fifty percent of people that snore are going to have sleep apnea. Right. Fifty percent of the people that have sleep apnea don't snore. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. See, and I so, learned that today. Learn more about Somnident by going to pointfamilydentistry.com. Keyword Tom. We are in the renterswarehouse.com studios at TomBernardShow.com. Special guest today, Greg Ganya, lifelong. Uh, Family of wrestling, Vern Gagne, back in the day, as I said, as a, a little kid, it was so much fun to watch the wrestling and then to to get into radio and meet all the guys. And one time, 1986, there was some kind of event going on at Parade Stadium, the old Parade Stadium. And what you were talking about earlier, there are a lot of characters now. Like you said, it's a video game now. I don't watch wrestling anymore because it's, it's not what it either. used to be. Yeah. The storytelling is nowhere near. The stories were a huge part of it. When Marty O'Neill or, you know, whomever, uh-oh, somebody I think just gave up a three-run homer. Yes, they did. Twins are down 7-4. to four. Uh, But the story, when, when it, Marty O'Neill was a was a not, a not a very big guy. He was the, uh, held the interviews. Mean Gene Okerlund followed Marty O'Neill. Uh, Wally Carbo coming in was a huge part of it because he lived at the Dykeman Hotel. <laughs> it was just this wonderful. It was like a. It was a play. Yeah, it, and, it and, was. And to talk about you know while wrestling's fake or whatever, I, I was around a lot of those guys and uh, it was not fake. And, and and the fact that a lot of them, as you said, 
you get the the knees that don't work so well any, anymore, and you know things like that. Some of these guys, shoulders, necks, everything. Yeah, the whole shooting match. Yeah. But but they were great guys. Every one of them I met was a, was just a really good guy. Wrestlers tended to be very good guys. Big. Very good guys. Yeah. Well, jumping like Jim characters. And I yeah, loved character. your dad. I just oh, loved Oh, God, him. yeah. Vern. I loved your dad. He's a good guy. Vern was a great guy. There's no question. He's, he's still going. Turned 88. Uh, turned 88. Uh, 88. Yep. Man, In February? Oh, yeah. Honest we, to God. We ended up having to move him out of the homes, out of the, uh, you know, he has Alzheimer's, so uh, he had a few problems, so we had to move him out. He stays with my sister and brother-in-law, got him off all the drugs, and he actually does better. Really? Yeah. Excellent. On his birthday, came over, and he always grabs your hand, and he he can't carry on a conversation. He can't can't think the words, but he tries, and he's smiling all the time, grabs your hand, and pulls you in. That's it. Same old old burn. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And he likes to go out and hike every day, but he's been falling down lately. He's 88. No, but he had a a couple instances a couple years ago where... He passed out, and they had to get the ambulance, stop breathing. He got his heart started again, and oh, we sent him home. And two days later, same thing. So he's in the hospital, and walk in there, and he's sitting up. Get me the hell out of here. What, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> well, you had some problems. I don't have any problems. Get me out of here. So the doctor came in, and he put his fingers on his carotid artery, and he went right out. Barely put him on. He says he has a heart problem. So they put a pacemaker in him. So he went in for his physical about three weeks ago, and the doctor said, he's probably got another 20, 30 years left. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true with Vern. Yeah. Uh, Vern was the drop kick, the figure four leg lock, the sleeper, of the course. Sleeper. You had to put the sleeper Oh, I remember on my brothers doing the sleeper on each other all the time. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Jeff, Jeff Passel to this day says that he, you know, he's got uh, about 85 brothers. It's all boys in the Passel yeah. family. That they would, after, after wrestling, uh, they would just uh, be in their little briefs, their underwear, and it was wrestling night at the Passel house <laughs> right after the AWA, man. Yeah. And I, I, when I was 16 was dating a, a girl down in South Minneapolis. I was from North Minneapolis. So I'd take the Fremont Avenue bus down to Lake Street, catch the uh, Lake Street bus, which on Saturday nights, uh, when you were going uh, down Lake Street toward St. Paul, the Selby Lake bus mm-hmm. was full of AWA fans putting holds on each other <laughs> on the bus. It was unbelievable. It was just a. And they're all arguing about, ah, oh, your guy sucks, and I let me just tell you. It was an amazing bus ride. It wasn't it? I used to love when people come up to you and say, hey, I don't wrestle. I don't watch that shit, but my kids are watching it. Um, and that's all bullshit. <laughs> but but the crusher hit Mad Dog, and Jesus, the blood was spurting up. I said, I thought you didn't watch it. Well, that was real. <laughs> yeah. I know it was real. You got the – but those personalities, um, I just – I. I love the Mad Dog. He was mm-hmm. one of the most outrageous personalities I've ever been around in my life. Couldn't pronounce your name, though. Gagne. Gagne. That's the way he said it. Gagne. <laughs> I hate you, Gagne. <laughs> <laughs> I want you in a cage match. <laughs> it was an interesting story with Mad Dog. My dad met him actually in 1948, wrestling on the U.S. Olympic oh, team. Oh, that's right. Mad yeah. Dog was wrestling for the Canadian team. Wavy blonde hair like Don's, nice and thick, <laughs> cascading down, and a good-looking guy. And then he like was Don. And then he, like Don, <laughs> and, and 
<laughs> and then he got into wrestling, professional, and for nine or ten years he was failing, not making any money, losing his hair, got a tooth knocked out. Uh, so he shaved his head, and uh, he was wrestling in Portland, Oregon. And he's just about the end of his time. He says, this is it. I'm done. I'm not going to wrestle anymore. Yeah, 10 years is a long time. And he, he, lo- he lost it in the locker room. And he went running out to the ring. And his opponent, he threw him over the top rope, hit the poor kid with a chair, busted him wide open, threw the referee out, hit him with a chair. Fans jumped up and came at him. He knocked out about four of them. <laughs> the police escorted him back to the locker room. And the promoter there, Don Owen, says, you're nothing but a mad dog. Oh, there it and is. And that's how he got his name. There and from that time on, he went as Mad Dog Vashon, and he wrestled the same way all the time. And that's how he really got established. Phenomenal interviews as well. Because he would go, stick his jaw out, and he would talk to Marty O'Neill. Marty! Over inside, Paul on Saturday. It was just, it was just wonderful. Is he the one that would lose two quarts of blood? No, that was the crusher. Oh, <laughs> the crusher was always. It was not two quarts. It was a gallon. A gallon. Sorry. Oh, was... <laughs> Mad dog. Uh, Mad dog. One day they can't. They can't. And this is this is really tr- this is a true story. We can't find him to do his interview, and he's wrestling Jerry Blackwell. Fatwell. Fatwell. <laughs> and he can't, he can't. And Gene is out there. He's calling for him, and they're paging sure. him. And he hears this racket coming from a WTCN back in the background. Oh, yeah. All this noise going. He opens the door, and there's Mad Dog. He's got his shirt off, his jeans on, and a, um, a carpenter's vest. And he's got the stuff, and he's, he's pounding away. And Gene says, Mad Dog. What are you doing back here? How did you find me? How did you find me? Gene jumped back. (laughs) What are you doing? What do you think I'm doing? What does it look like I'm doing? What are you doing? I'm building a coffin. (laughs) I'm building a pine box. A pine box to put Jerry Fatwell in. (laughs) It was... It was a classic, and at the end of the interview, he started pounding away, and all the, the freaking paint cans that were up on the wall all came down. And it was just like it was scripted, but so it wasn't. You no. know, all those guys were so in, so unbelievable. <laughs> Bobby Heenan. How about Nick Bockwinkle? Nick is doing an interview with Bobby in the wrestling verm. Yes. And they, Nick just got back from Japan. And Marty Deal, this is live, and Marty O'Neill never cracked. No. So Bobby is is there, and he's he's in, Nick's doing the interview, and Marty, well, you got Vern coming up, and you learn this this new hold over in Japan, and you know we'd like to know what it's all about. Well, we're not going to tell you what it was, and Bobby's paging through the, the things, and he, Marty keeps at probing Nick, and finally Bobby says, Marty, here's the deal: when Bachwinkle gets Vern in this hold, he'll never get out of it. And he's got a porno magazine. <laughs> and he shows it to Marty on live TV. And Marty looks at it, twitches his glasses. He says, you're right, Bobby. Vern will never get out of that one. <laughs> I don't know what it was. <laughs> star on top of this one and call it decked with the best of the Tom Bernard podcast brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Great clips this week from Kevin Farley, 
Preacher Lawrence and Greg Gagne. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we will see you next week. Hang up the brightest dreamer.